to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ensemble, if you would, make your way to the platform. Amen. Praise the Lord tonight. So good to be back. Amen. Several needs we need to pray for this evening. I know that Sister Dorinda is still fighting a, a very serious gallstone, if I'm not kidney stone, kidney stone that's very big, and they were going to take it out. She has an infection, so they had to give her antibiotics, and so, but we know a God that is able. Also, a little serenity, we were going to pray, we are going to pray, but everything is okay, I hear. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank God for that. God is a worker. Others are probably fighting various sicknesses among us. Several are not feeling well. And so we just need to pray. And I'd just like to ask if Sister Loa would come up and let me pray for serenity. And we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. If you're able tonight and physically, if you're able to stand, go to the Lord in prayer this evening. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you that you're able to do all things. There is nothing that you can't do. Oh, Lord God, I'm glad that you cannot, will not lie, and you cannot lose. But other than that, God, what you say you'll do. And Lord God of heaven, I thank you for the report. I thank you, God, she's well, believing Sister Dorinda's going to be well, and others that are fighting sicknesses in their body, Brother Scotty, and so many others, oh, Lord God of heaven, that are not feeling well. God, a healing come into their body, and God, touch them and heal them, oh, Lord God of heaven. Amen and amen. Yes. I want to walk in truth day and night. I want to 
to walk in truth day and night. I want to be all that I can be. I want to be pure and holy. I want to live a holy life. I want to live a holy life. your hands together. Magnify the King of glory. Amen. So much that encompasses and goes into living a holy life. In ourselves, we cannot be holy. But in Christ, striving to be like Him, we can live a life that's pleasing to Him. And if someone sees that in us, then we can be quick to say, it is the Lord in us. Amen. We have to be quick to acknowledge our faults. We all have them. Walk away from them. Walk towards the Lord. Say, Lord, help us. Help me. It reminds me of that song, a little chorus. We're not going to sing it, but basically, not my brother nor my sister. But it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Amen. Amen. Let's sing another song to the Lord tonight.
I can't. I can't do it on my own. I lay my life before your throne. And I will follow you wherever you lead. And if I lose sight of the path, I lose sight. Then be the road that takes me back. That one, one little phrase of that song, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. I lay my life before your throne. Be my will, be my way. Oh, Lord God of heaven, if I lose sight of the path, God, be that road that leads me back. A lot of depth in that song. A lot of depth in that song. Oh, how we need the mercy of God. How we need the love of God. How we need the patience of God. How we need the understanding of God. Oh, I'm sensing the Lord tonight. I don't know about you. But I need the Lord to be long-suffering. Slow to anger in my life. Be that road that leads me to the place that he wants me to be. Wow. When you say, be my will and be my way, wow, that's heavy-duty words. Can we sing another song? The Lord's really ministering to me tonight in these simple choruses. Let the Lord minister to you.
Put your hands together. Thank God for grace. Unmerited favor. And you can return to your seats if you're able tonight. Thank you so much for coming. I know many had other things come up. Some may be feeling sick. But I'm glad that you were able to make it to the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm thinking about grace and the Apostle Paul's prayer. In fact, he prayed it three times. He was on such an attack and such a load that he said, God, could you just remove this? Have you ever been there? I think we asked more than three times. <laughs> yes, we do. We don't keep count, but I'm sure it's over three times. And the Lord probably is saying the same thing he did to the Apostle Paul. When you're weak, I'm strong. My grace is sufficient. Oh, if I could just say what the Apostle Paul. All right then, Lord. Thy grace is sufficient for me. Woo, glory to the Lord God tonight. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Let me try to make some announcements, if I could. It's good to be back, my wife and I, amen, and we do have a lot going on. We're even getting ready sometime this summer to have vacation Bible school. The material came in, so we've got our church retreat coming up. Don't forget the registration form. Yeah, I'm excited about that, too. Amen. I'm glad we got some people excited about it. Amen. Don't forget to pick up one of these youth and adult code of conduct expectations, please. This registration form is mandatory. I need to know kind of who's coming, whether you eat or not is okay. And so I need to know what kind of activities that people are interested in. No sense in having an activity that no one showed an interest in. And that will help us with our schedule. And so it'll be here before you know it. All right, it'll be here before you know it. If you're going to eat or you're staying in the lodge, we have a few rooms there that folks uh, showed an interest. Remember, the last Sunday of this month, everything needs to be paid for. It's $50 for age 7 and above for the food, and that's all the meals that we have, not counting the snack bar. All right? So looking forward to that. Amen. Myself and Brother Louis Deleon will be leaving tomorrow. Not too early. We're going to the Oklahoma-Arkansas State Conference in Oklahoma. Please keep us in prayer. By the grace of God, we'll be back Saturday. So I will see everyone and hopefully some others Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so keep us in prayer if you would. Now, I think Brother John Brown really, really, really announced the new format Sunday. Amen. I think he really got all of that information out, how it's going to be a new website. It's going to be something that we can stay in touch if we have some emergency cancellations or meetings or notices, and it's going to be good for the school, and it's just going to be a great format that will be in place. Giving will be just as easy for those of you that may give online. It's just as easy. You just click on the same tab. Instead of going to what we once had, it goes to this one, subsplash, and it's, it's the same thing. The only difference is they charge the church less, 
than the other format. And so that's good too, isn't it? They also will help us with our live stream, getting it out there, and putting everything on one format. And so Brother John Brown's in charge of that. You got any questions, don't see me, see him. If you forget, I'll remind you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Any other announcements? Now, I know that we're getting close to school being out. And there are some folks that are a little anxious and kind of rambunctious because they can't wait till the school is out. And some of you parents are a little anxious because you're saying, what in the world am I going to do with them all this time? Well, I suggest that you get into the Word of God, that you do some of that at home, get involved when we have our VBS. We're going to do the same format as we did last year. It worked out very well. I think we did it on church nights. It worked great. Get involved in those things. Get involved in our church retreat. Get them something that is wholesome instead of just leaving them alone. No telling what they're looking at. No telling where they're surfing. No telling what they're doing. Get them involved in something that is good. Amen. Now, for those of you that are involved, there will be a meeting for the academy right after the service this evening. Right after the service this evening. It shouldn't take too long. It shouldn't take long at all. Amen. Any other announcements? All right. We're going to receive Wednesday night tithes and half shekel offering. Amen. I just don't know if anyone is in the same boat as me, but the Lord has spoke to me already tonight how much I need him, how much I can't do it on my own, how much I need the grace of God operating in my life. Amen. Amen. You know, it's the same thing as forgiveness. If I don't extend grace to others, how can I expect God to extend grace to me? So let's think about that as well. If you can't come, if you're not able and you have a gift, just lift your hand and someone will come. Let's sing another song to the Lord.
Sing it, Brother Hillman, because that's where I was going. Second verse is, was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears. Wasn't that amazing? Hold up, wasn't that amazing? Grace brought reverence, <laughs> and then the grace. My, 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 how precious did that grace appear. We're going to go three, number three, two in a minute. amazing grace
for grace. Hallelujah. Saved by grace through faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. You may be seated this evening. Amen. Brother Hillman is going to be ministering tonight. Amen. Did uh, anybody miss what happened last Wednesday night? Did anybody miss what happened last Wednesday night? Everybody knows what happened last Wednesday night. All right. I just, you know, I just want to be sure because then we could have a retake if we needed to. Brother Hillman asked Sister Sandra Simmons to be his wife. And she agreed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can we shout hallelujah tonight? Can we shout it again like you really mean it? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. I want to thank the Lord for this great opportunity and privilege that the pastor has given me tonight to preach the word of God. And some of you are probably not aware of what preaching is. It's part preaching and part teaching. So I'm going to preach tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I would like you to stand with me. We're going to go to the word of the Lord. Genesis, the second chapter. Genesis, the second chapter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Genesis, second chapter. I'm going to read the 16th and the 17th verse. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou should not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I have some more scriptures I'd like to read. If you turn with me to Genesis, the third chapter, I'd like to read the first through the sixth verse. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye should not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Before I finish the verses, now, this word here that describes the serpent subtle means he's more cunning, crafty, over-refined, witty, and skillful than any other beast, amen, that 
God has made in the field. Can you say amen? Third verse. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye should not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now, I don't know where Eve got the fact that God said don't eat it or touch it because God didn't tell Adam that. So maybe, I was thinking, maybe Adam just put that in there because God spoke to Adam. And he probably add a little more in what God told him because he wanted to make sure that Eve was safe. He wanted to make sure that she was careful. So she, he said, well, let me probably explain this to her as well because if I can keep her away from touching it, I can keep her away from eating it. So he may have added that in there so she won't have anything to do with the tree because he was thinking about her benefit, her well-being, because God specifically told him, do not eat of it because if you do, so he will make sure, I'm going to make sure my baby don't even touch the tree. Hallelujah. So maybe she add that in there, and again, maybe she just thought, let me tell the serpent this. Fourth verse. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye should not surely die. For God does know that in that the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Pastor, will you pray, please? Amen, amen. I would like you tonight to take focus at the fourth verse in this chapter. And the servant said unto the woman, ye should not surely die. And the title of my message tonight is the seed of deception. The seed of deception. Well, well what, I, I, I got this idea, God was dealing with me since Mother's Day. I got this idea from my daughter. She spoke for Mother's Day, of course, that's why I went here, to, you know, to support her. And while she was speaking, God was dealing with my heart. I said, okay, Lord, I got this. I know what you're saying. I got this. You know, so all through the week, God was dealing me with me on this particular subject, seed of conception. So it wasn't really my idea that I came up with it. I got this from my baby daughter. God used her to speak to me, to speak to you. 
Amen. And so the title is, once again, The Seed of Deception. Now, we all are planters of seeds. So we plant our seeds, or do you plant your seeds of doubt, or do you plant seeds of faith? Do you plant good seeds, or do you plant bad seeds? Now, also, it depends on what type of seeds somebody plant. See, the seed of deception, this type of seed, also can bring discord among individuals, home, workplace, and even in the church. We, as people of God, must rebuke that seed of conception out of our lives. We must recognize it when it is planted because it is planted with subtlety. Can you say amen? This seed of conception is more common among women than men. Why, you say that, preacher? Because a lady is more compassionate than a man. A lady is more influential than a man. That is why the devil went to Eve rather than a man. So you can say something to a man, he plays it off. Yeah, sure, right. But a lady, oh, that's so sad. That's so, oh, so, you know what I'm saying? They have more love for compassion. And they, they very influential, you know, because if he went to, went to Adam, Adam would have never told Eve about the conversation that he had with the serpent. But the woman, he observed how Adam was treating his wife. He has a lot of respect for that woman. You know what? I think I go to her because it looks like she has a lot of influence in his life. I noticed that. He got a lot of influence. She got a lot of influence. So let me tell her, that way I can knock down two birds I could get two birds with one stone. So the Bible says she gave it to her husband. See, because the seed of conception was there. First of all, she listened to the devil. Now, God already told Adam, Adam told Eve, do not eat of that tree. Because the day you eat thereof, you are going to die. But she believed the devil more than she believed God. And he was crawling on the ground. And God used to come down at the cool of the day and speak to Adam. Y'all don't hear me tonight. But she was listening to what? The devil had to say, instead of listening to what God already told her, that seed of conception she received. And since 
when she, when the devil told her you're not going to surely die, she got to thinking about that. Well, you know what, maybe he's right. He just might be right about what he's saying. I'm going to go ahead and taste this, this fruit off this tree because maybe he's right. Why would, he, why would he lie to me? He don't know me like that. So why would he tell me something? Why would he tell me something? A lie, because he don't know me like that yet. So I'm going to think, think about what he has said. Maybe God is not telling the truth. Maybe he just might be lying. Because if he wasn't lying, why would this servant come to me and tell me, thus said the Lord? He had no reason behind to tell me a lie. And so, she ate of it. Now, keep in mind, Adam's still somewhere doing his thing. If you please, live in the dream. And Eve go to him with the fruit in her hand. Honey, you know what? What you told me, what God said, he told us not to eat of that fruit that was on the tree. He said we will surely die. But look, Adam, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm, I'm still alive. So Adam began to look at her and said, wow, why would God tell me that? And it wasn't even true. Yeah, honey, uh, the serpent told me <laughs> that uh, we weren't going to die if we ate of it. And you see? so much flavor in it. Oh, honey, please take it. Take, just taste a little bit of it. Just take a little bite. Don't be scared, honey. You see, you see, I, I got it. I ate of it. I'm alive. Just, just taste this, just, uh, just a little bite of it. Adam got to thinking in his mind. Well, God told me that if I eat thereof, I will surely die. I'm confused now because she's still alive. She ate of it. She's still alive. So I guess it's all right. Why he wanted to deprive me of that blessing? Why he wanted to deprive me of eating of that tree? Everything else I didn't have. Why he don't want me to eat of that particular tree? Why he trying to stop my blessing? So he made up his mind. I'm going to eat of it myself. He took a bite. You know what the devil did? I don't think he said hallelujah at that time, but he rejoiced. I got him. I got them. See, that seed of deception was planted. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what is a seed of deception? A seed of deception is that seed that has been planted in you for someone to have you think the way they want you to think or to have you feel the way that they want you to feel or have you respond the way that they want you to respond. 
So the seed of deception can be used as a proper noun. What do I mean by a proper noun? It can have you think wrongly about a person, place, or thing. <laughs> Someone need to shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so that's what that seed is planted for, to have you think different about somebody. Somebody that you probably really don't even know, but because that seed been planted in your mind, you're already thinking negative about somebody already because that seed has been planted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, therefore, the seed of deception can be damaging because it will be hard to change one's mind concerning a matter once that seed have been planted. Just like Satan did with Eve. She believed him more than she believed God. But with us, prayer can change things. Hallelujah. Now Mark 9, Mark, Mark, Mark the fourth chapter, the 30th, 30, 32nd verse says this, and he said, when too shall we liken the kingdom of God, now this is Jesus talking, or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, it is least than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all herbs and shooters out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under and the shadow of it. One seed, one seed, one small seed can get in your mind and it be a ripple effect. Brother Philip, you know so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so? Then he tell her, honey, you know so-and-so and so-and-so, so-and-so and so-and-so? Then she tell her, you know so-and-so and so-and-so, so-and-so and so-and-so? It just keep growing. It keep growing. And it was just something. It was just something so small. Instead of them paying about it, They talked about it. Lord, have mercy. And it began to grow in that person's mind, grow in that person's heart. And the next thing you know, half the people, the congregation, got something from that one little, that one little seed. Because somebody sown the wrong seed. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So, the seed that you plant in a person's mind will get to the heart. And the heart will take action. So that the seed that you plant will germinate. It will grow. 2 Corinthians 9 and 10 says this. Now he that ministers seed 
to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Talking about a seed. See, we seed planters. Some seeds that you plant can be bad or can be good. Some seeds that you plant can have a negative effect or a positive one. So you must be careful in how you plant your seeds. We should be able to show sown seeds of inspiration. That third chapter, the fifth and the sixth verse says this, trust in the Lord. See, this is the type of seeds we need to plant. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. We should be planting seeds that say, so what are some examples of it? Brother, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That's the type of seeds we need to, amen, present sown. We should sow seeds that say, he that is with us is more than these that who are against us. We should plant seeds that say, my sister, if God be for us, who can be against us? We should send Plant seeds that say, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid for the Lord thy God. It is he that goes with thee, and he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. We shall plant seeds, amen, that say Jesus will work it out if you let him. So, brother, let go. And let God, we shall plant seeds that say, I know that you may have needs and desires in your life, but God is more than enough. We shall plant seeds that say, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Jesus Christ. We shall plant seeds that say, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We shall plant seeds that say, my dear brother, there have no temptation taken you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that ye are able but with the temptation also make a way that ye may be able to bear it. So any seed that you plant will get deep down, deep down, deep down in someone's heart, mind, and soul. So be careful not to plant seeds of deception but seeds of inspiration. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Got me thinking on that sermon tonight. You sure don't want to be in the wrong place. Eve got herself in the wrong place in the first place. 
She wouldn't have got there. Who knows? We wouldn't exist. Amen. I was thinking as Brother Hillman brought that seed of deception, how true it was and is. Could we say that was the first gossip? God didn't say they would die instantly. So the devil really twisted and played with words, as Brother Hillman said, to an individual, the weaker, according to the Word of God. And when she ate it, she didn't die. Then. And she went back and gossiped a lie. I don't know, you don't know, what she did to get Adam to eat that fruit. But he ate it. There's a lesson there for men. There's a lesson there for men. She just, and he ate it. And not only were they driven from paradise, but they ended up dying. Gossip for the moment, may seem okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it since Brother Hillman opened it up. And men, if we're not careful, we'll believe it. And we'll end up both dying. Think about what I just said. Oh, I feel like I need to go a little further, but Brother Hillman said that the devil came to an influential individual. What influence did she have? Not on the devil, not on God, but on her husband. So that's a lesson for men. It's very difficult at times for men to be men when at times apples are being presented. You better listen to your pastor. When words are said at home, conversations are had, situations are talked about, and the man really doesn't want to hear it. I'm just going to be me. Man don't want to hear it. Let's just go on. The man wasn't at the tree. The man was doing the business God told him to do. I love all, all of you. Brother Hillman opened the door. God said the woman is the weaker vessel. 
I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm trying to warn us. I'm trying to get men to close their ears. Pastor, you don't live in my house. Oh, that may be true. But it's time for us men to start closing our ears to things we can't change anyway. Listen to me. You can talk about it all you want to, but you're not changing anybody. Only God can change it, and only God knows the truth. Ooh, I felt a little fired up there. And so men need to be careful what they give ear to at home. Not trying to hurt anybody. I love my wife. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, right, men, you're afraid to say amen. Quit you like man. That's the Bible term for be men. I'm telling you a truth. Adam could have said, no, I will not eat of that. Now, there may have been some sleepless nights for Adam. But men need to be men. And bless your heart, women, you are very influential in the church and at home. If you don't know that, then you're just deceiving yourself. Be careful how you use it. Be careful how you use it. You could damage your whole home, the church, and your children. Men, you and I, we need to love our wives as God loved the church. But that doesn't mean he entertained and acted on gossip. Now, I'm brave. I'm saying this. I, I got a, a beautiful woman right over there. She knows what I'm saying is true. It is true. Be careful, women. You can change your whole household, positive or negative, inspirational, or you can destroy it. It's really in your hands. Because a man is like, he just goes about his business. He prays. He does this. He goes here, cuts whatever. You know, he's ready to eat. Church time, I'm ready to go. I love everybody. Hope you still love me. But on the way to church, how many conversations have you had? Brother Hillman said, when you leave, how many conversations do you have? Well, I'm just trying to think about the goodness of God. I want to get home in one piece. I don't want to be up all night. All right, I'm the only man here, dear, that. Is there anybody else that can, uh, John Brown, am I the only man that believes what I'm preaching? Well, come on, somebody give me an amen, man. And look at your wife and say, I love you more than anything but Jesus. You know what? I got to go a little further. The Bible says if a woman will learn anything at, at all, ask her husband. Am I in the book? If Eve would have went running back to Adam and said, Adam, this old devil said we're not going to die. Can you explain it to me? But she ate it without talking to her husband. I 
I just had to add a little bit because the Lord was dealing with me about it. And I love everybody. The Lord bless you. And what I just said is the gospel. It may not be popular in today's 21st century. We're in the 21st century. God's word is still the same. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord shine his face upon you. You are dismissed except for the biz, not the, the academy meeting. Excuse me.